Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking travel tips and trends.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, so there's a lot of uh, trends that have been happening in the travel world lately, and Jeff and I have been compiling a list of all of these trends and a whole lot of travel tips that we have um, either experienced or heard about in the last couple of months. So we really wanted to bring them to you and, um, you know, talk about them because there's definitely stuff you guys should be aware of. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're more than midway through the summer right now, right? So, yes. so people have either gone on vacation, you're still anticipating your vacation or maybe you're not going on vacation maybe you're going on vacation in in the fall or winter or something like maybe you're saving the days but so we yeah we compiled this list we've been seeing some things we're like okay well let's, let's add that to our list so here's our summer edition of travel trips uh, tips and trends it is a tongue twister yes um and i was just actually making fun of you before we recorded that uh, that you, you were gonna mess it up and i yes. i totally messed it up uh, but we can always pretty much count on me messing it up um <laughs> i think that's always the case uh so one of the trends that we found and i think this is pretty disturbing also is that unused vacation days um, people are not using their vacation days, um, which I don't understand that. I mean, when I worked for a company, which is yeah. a very small sliver of time, right. um, admittedly. So, I mean, I just like, I think I would plan out my entire year, like yeah. on January totally. 1st. <laughs> so, but I, th- I think people are just afraid to, to leave the office. Sometimes also you, you're on vacation and you have how many emails. I mean, our last vacation, there was a vacation vacation and I had a lot of emails to catch up the, took me a couple of weeks to kind of really catch up to people. Um, but it says there was a report out that says 73%, um, that pe- people do not use their vacation days. Um, so less that's than, a big number. That is a really big number. And less than half actually take the full amount of days. Uh, the result is that around 220 million vacation days go unused. Yeah, I mean, that just, it really blows my mind, especially, I think, in the U.S., because we don't often, if you work for a company, you don't usually get that much vacation time. So I'm shocked that that many people don't use it right and I, I think if you if you work for a company because I the last company that I actually worked before I went freelance uh, I could not actually I had vacation days but I could not cash out my vacation days I've I worked for other companies you could actually be, cash out your vacation days but there is a new company uh, it's a new website called PTO exchange and they actually help you calculate of actually how much in dollars your vacation uh, days are and you could actually use th- that time that that money and you could actually uh, use it to book flights or or a hotel or something like that yeah I think that's really cool because I think you know especially when we you know get a new job and we're offer all these benefits like we tend to overlook the value of the days off and I always tell people like if you're negotiating and you can't negotiate salary one thing you should always try and negotiate is get more is, time off. Yeah, right. get more time off because it actually does have a value. Yeah. You may not see it, you know, in your paycheck every week or every other week or however often you're paid, but it actually is a value. So I think that's super cool that you could potentially trade your days in for mm-hmm cash yeah so this pto exchange so so through the website you could actually book accommodations or flights um and uh or you could also donate that portion to charity or you could actually put it into your 401k or you could actually 
start a 401k through this exchange as well too. Yeah, that's it's just super cool. We're going to definitely have the link in the show notes for this because I think there's going to be a lot more companies that come along that are doing things like this because A, I mean, it's a way for companies to cash in on you not taking your time off. So, I mean, that's right. obvious. There's a business model there. But B, because I think we're really in a technology-driven society where this kind of stuff is is cool to be able to have all of these options. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, I think two weeks is not enough time for vacation anyway. You need to have more. The rest of the world has a lot more vacation time than us. That's a whole other topic, but that's just my opinion that we don't have enough vacation time as it is. So, you know, definitely try to use yours or at least get it monetarily somehow there to, the to value. ease yeah, the value don't just of it. Let exactly. Go away. Exactly. So, uh, so, Next up on our list, let's talk about some airlines, what they're doing these days. So JetBlue, our friends at JetBlue that we've done a giveaway with, um, they actually, talk about sci-fi right here. They're actually start, and there's a couple ones that are similar to this as well too. But um, a couple months ago, they started rolling out this test program in Boston only as of right now. uh, And it's a facial uh, recognition um, boarding pass thing. So you actually go up to this facial recognition um, device and it will scan your face there live um, before you board. So you actually don't need a boarding pass. You don't need a ticket. Um, it will actually take from your picture from your from your passport. So you actually have to have, pa- have a passport. We all have a have passport, right? I that, hope that so. Listen to Millennium Money? Of course we do. So, uh, so anyway, so it actually scans your face and then they actually get a confirmation from Customs and Border Protection and then they go boom, but it, it also goes real fast too. They, yeah, and and this is this is I mean, if you don't know that facial recognition is the next yeah. big wave, like <laughs> exactly. you're sadly mistaken because everything is going to go this way, whether you know it or not. I have, I have actually worked with a company that has a patent on a facial recognition device, and they're putting them everywhere. I'm talking drugstores, supermarkets. This is this is the movie Minority Report. It is, it, and it really it, is. It, but, you know, I hate to say it. It is one of the only ways I think right now we can actually stay on top of theft places because it's just it takes too long for like a normal store to tell whether somebody's you know, a, a thief or not. Yeah. And facial recognition is just it, it is. It's just the way. It, but I like to see that this is actually being used for a good way. Yeah. I mean, I think I think this is definitely something for security reasons, too, that, sure. that you know, uh, for people that are on the, you know, terror list or whatever the case is, a no fly list and that, you know, that, that they would actually have their facial recognition. And, you know, so it's a lot easier. And sometimes there's also those the people names get mixed up, too, yes. on on those kind of lists. They're like, no, this is me. I have a passport. You know, this is, you know. Right. So. And you can't like you can't escape facial recognition. Right. I mean, there's no way to right. really cheat it. <clears throat> right. You know, it's it's your face. It's your eyes. It's, yeah. you know, your thumbprint, all of those things that yeah. are unique. So. Yeah, exactly. So this is a test program that they're just doing it. JetBlue is just doing this uh, in uh, in Boston, but they plan to, if, it, if it's successful, to roll it out. And like you said, it's it's really coming. Um, the only real negative to th- that they've been getting some feedback is that 
the data people are worried about the data that is stored um so once you're you you know because your information goes from you know the uh, border protection so people are kind of worried about that but yeah but you know know, i I, don't think we can escape yeah i mean i think it's a a safety it's a safety thing we're going to talk more about a little bit more uh later about some safety issues too as well that are coming up too but i you know i think this is one of them our data is everywhere though yeah i mean i don't particularly like facial recognition as far as consumerism but i think this is a, a good thing so um but that's just me i'm a fan <laughs> of it so we're, as usual uh, we're I, a little I'm, bit I'm, different. A, I'm a big brother is watching us too much sometimes i'm a but. it's okay <laughs> uh so delta um the good people at delta they are testing face scanners as well but this will actually let you check your own baggage in so Ooh. which my opinion about this too is I don't understand why they have attendance when you go to the airport because half the time you're doing everything yourself and how also yeah. how safe is that too? But maybe with facial recognition, you know, that you walk up and get here, this is me and here's my bag and you could just check it in yourself. And that that could save a lot of time too. Yeah, because haven't you noticed that, you know, we, we travel a lot for work and I've noticed sometimes when they're checking your boarding pass with your bag with your id it's a very short glance at your id like yeah. not you know yeah. blaming anybody right. here but i'm just saying sometimes i notice like ooh, maybe you right. might want to take a right. few more seconds to actually look at me look at my driver's license right you know, right so not that i'm a criminal right. but right. you know but this also proves too that that facial recognition is kind of here so you know so right now uh delta is only doing this in minneapolis but again, just like JetBlue, they want to roll this out uh, nationwide if this actually works. So, you know, that's a definitely it could be a lot faster way to actually check in your bag, I think, you know. So um, and United, of course, <laughs> they've been in the in the news for the bad reasons for dragging people off the planes lately. But they are finally <laughs> this is a program uh, supposedly they've been working on for a while to actually help with the overbooking. And that's what the whole problem with the doctor being dragged off the flight that they were overbooked and they're always overbooked and to every me, airline yeah every airline is overbooked to me i don't understand how how that works because if you go you know buy a car from somebody and say oh, i'm sorry we sold all our cars you don't have a car and it, it, it doesn't make sense to me and how these billion dollar businesses are actually making money off us overbooking so anyway what they have they have this new system this new computer system will actually email you up to five days I believe it's at five days in advance um, if the flight's overbooked and they will give you the opportunity to rearrange your flight and they will compensate you for that too. And so, which essentially it takes away all the hassle of you going to the airport, going through all that stuff and then saying, Hey, my flights, your flight's overbooked. Sorry. You have to, or if you bump you, whatever the case is. Yeah. Because if you, I mean, if you had a, I mean, for us in LA, like we've got to leave the airport ungodly early because it takes so long to get to the airport. But if we had like a day notice that we could, you know, for a fee rebook, I think a lot of times we might actually consider it. But once you're there and you've gone through like the whole entire hassle to get there, it's not always something you want to, you know, agree to. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, (laughs) 
I don't understand how this wasn't in place in the first place. Like how, how have they not had this system anyway? So, so they'll, they'll actually email you. You can, you can get compensation for it and you can also rearrange your time. You go, okay, cool. That's fine. I could do that. Cause a lot of times people do that anyway. I mean, people, sure. people want to get, you know, some vouchers and especially if it's, you know, it's the, you know, maybe, so maybe it's like the next day or maybe that's, it's, you know, uh, an earlier flight or a later flight that, that, that they want you to take. It could be the still, the, cause they say that it still could be the same day, they just want you to change that particular flight. It might be a different day. Um, I think one of the downsides, of course, if you're a business traveler, this really doesn't work for you because you probably have to get to, you know, that place um, on time, obviously. But, you know, but that's still, you know, uh, obviously uh, for, for business travelers, that, that wouldn't work. But I think for everyone else, this is a really good thing. But as of right now, they're only doing this um, in a, um, with the Mileage Plus customers. But, again, they really want to roll this out if this works if they don't have any bugs in the system they want to roll this out uh you know nation or nationwide and i think every airline should be doing this yeah yeah definitely and and another thing just while we're talking about those like usually the first amount of money they offer you to change your flight if usually you hold out just a little bit if they are not getting any takers you can usually get probably at least 25 percent more usually 50 to 100 percent more so um, I always say don't, don't, uh, you know, don't give all the goods away. Yeah. Don't saying. jump up at the first offer. You know, there's, right. there's way more it's, room for it's negotiation. It's kind of like dating is what you're saying. It's like, like don't yes. just, yeah. Don't just marry the first one or don't just, just whatever with yes. the first one. Yeah. Just, I think so. Right. 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 Yeah. So yeah, you play hard to get is what you're saying. Yes. Right. Okay, cool. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. 
You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion in polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meeting from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have, with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, uh, last on our airlines, would you fly millennials that are out there listening to this? Would you fly on a millennial plane? I don't know what that means, but it <laughs> sounds like it might be a fun thing. So, well, we don't have maybe? totally all the details yet, but Air France is rolling out um, later this year, early next year. They haven't given a total date on this. A new millennial airline. So it's an off- actually an offshoot from. Air France, and it's called Yoon. It's J-O-O-N, so I'm assuming it's Yoon, don't you think? Um, yeah, it's, it's, sounds, it's in French, so I'm assuming that's Yoon. Um, but it's it's going it's gonna to start in Paris, uh, flights from Paris, but then eventually by 2018, and sometime in 2018, it will go uh, worldwide. Um, but what this is, and their quote here in, in this article that we found, uh, it's aimed at young working clientele, the millennials, 18 to 35-year-olds, 
um, and the lifestyles in the digital technology age that we live in. So everything will be like push screen and yeah, they said there's, they said there's more. De- yeah, exactly. That's what I'm kind of thinking. <laughs> they said there's more details coming out in September, but really what this is, it, it, the whole thing is geared towards. Um, you know, millennials and a younger version. So there's going to be, you know, tech, more technology on the plane. Um, even the flight attendants are dressed casually. Mm. Um, so there's a lot more uh, casual atmosphere is what they say, and a lot more casual vibe. Like I said, the more details are coming out in September. But I think this is really interesting um, that that it actually an airline going, hey, you know what, let's create a whole other airline for younger, you know, travelers. Which just proves my point that millennials are worth doing things a little bit different for. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, I, I, I sort of think that's a really, you know, interesting thing. This is not, a, and this is, but this is not a discount airline. It is. No, so, so it'll because be, I, I don't think millennial yeah. inherently has to mean budget. I right. think that's. I just, I thought it was interesting that, that the, that the article actually pointed that out, that it's not, it's actually not a discount airline because that's what people think. People right. Think people millennials think millennials are, are cheap, are Staying in hostels and and have and have and, no and, money at one well, backpacking and something like that too. So right, yeah. So I mean, this is going to be a full on legit airline. I think it'll be um, like a. Hopefully, it'll be yeah, like, like an experience, like more of an that, experience. Well, that's than... what they say. That that's actually what they say. It, it they want this thing to be an experience, which is what I think millennials and I think even other people, you know, even yes. older age want. They want a cool experience, and I think that's what. Especially you know, when you're in a tube floating yeah. forty thousand miles up in the air. Right. Right. Exactly. So. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's what's happening in airline, in airline news, um, right now. That's what's trending. Uh, so let's move on to, as we mentioned before, the TSA, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on there. Um, and one of the things that is going on right now, it's a test program in Denver and, uh, the TSA is doing uh, pre-check passengers. They actually have just like facial recognition, they actually have fingerprint recognition. So mm-hmm. if you are, this is only for um, uh, um, people that actually have pre-check right now. So if you have TSA pre-check, this is only for them. But again, this is something they do want to roll out, you know, uh, in the future. Um, so what you do is a scanner, you have it and you just go past it and you just go wa- uh, wave your hand in front of this thing. So you don't even put your hand down like we do like at LAX and some right. other airports have that. Um, but you actually wave your hand and it will get, as long as it, you know, dings and gets your fingerprints and boom, you're on your way right through security like that. Well, I think that is just like amazing. Right. I mean, because any of us will really, and if you've traveled anywhere, but especially if you live in one of the big cities like LA, New York, yeah. Chicago, uh, gosh, what I, yeah, New York a lot, and, a lot yeah, of yeah, other exactly. cities, yeah. like yeah. you spend Boston. a lot of time, you know, through TSA. Yeah. So I think, right. Any of these things that we can do ahead of time that makes it faster is going to be such a blessing because it's only going to get, I think, unfortunately, worse and worse. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, and we travel to a lot of really big airports and and I've said this before. I am not we are not fans of our uh, airport that we have to fly out of LAX. So LAX uh, and, uh, you know, management, if you're listening to this, you guys really need to step it up a lot more. In fact, I will share a story. I thought it was really interesting. We traveled uh, just before 4th of July weekend. And, you know, typically at LA, we're like already doom and gloom thinking about the long lines. We got up to security 
on what would be traveling for the Fourth of July yeah. holiday, essentially. Right. One of the and the busiest one. We did of, not. Of, we weren't going summer. TSA pre-check. Yeah. We had to. We did not have to take off our shoes. We did not have to take anything out of our bags. We did not. You did not have to take anything out of your not, pocket, did not, you? Uh, no. Well, I know I did, but I didn't. You did, I, I right. didn't, and then. And, and we thought it w- there were no bins. Yeah. We thought it was the weirdest thing ever. I didn't have to take off a hat ever. or anything. Yeah, it was just yeah, and, and everybody was that way too. They're like, wait, I don't, I don't have to what? Yeah, yeah. it felt like the old times, but it did not feel particularly safe. And it was sort safe. of an offshoot, sort of. We're like, what is happening here? So, so yeah, and in, in my story, what I was going to say is, is that when you come back through customs from another country and through LAX, like we go to so many countries and it's not even close to, to they're, I think they're thorough, but like here, it's like you do a thin print. And if you do, if you do, I'm like, what do you do this at other airports? I don't think I, cause I've gone through customs at other airports, even Chicago and, and other places. And I'm like, I don't have to do this here. So yeah, I don't, I don't I really think- understand it. So anyway, what I'm saying is, is I think fingerprints, I think facial recognitions, if these things can work and I have just to wave my hand, boom, we're good. Well, I think that will bring hopefully some consistency because I think the amount we travel, like when we traveled home from Stockholm last year and we were going on an international flight and they didn't even check our (laughs) ticket with our ID. I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Check our ticket. Please, please, please. So I think the more you travel, like the more inaccuracies you see. So hopefully those things just bring like a common element that everybody has to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't because there's so many. It, it was funny that that happened to us at LAX because because we've been compiling this list. Um, actually, most of them before we actually left on our vacation. And, you know, I was like, wait, is this a new test program or something? It's like, are we I'm like, but, but because they cut like they split off the line. I'm like, oh, is there a mistake? Did something happen? Did, I think did, it was a right, mistake, right, right, but right. whatever. It was, it was weird, though, because it was a lot of us. So. We got there safe. So. Right, right, exactly. So, so uh, yeah, so the finger recognition right now, that is a test program in Denver. So if you're on the TSA pre-check, you know, maybe you're actually going to go through that. So that would be a, kind of a cool thing. And I'm kind of hoping that rolls out, you know, sometime soon. Uh, on to electronics. Um, so uh, right now in 10 airports, this is a TSA th- a thing as well too, they have a test program um, in 10 different major airports, um, like such like Boston, Detroit, and our beloved uh, LAX, um, a bunch of other places around the country. They're doing this uh, trial run for passengers to take out all of their electronics that is bigger than your cell phone. So including your laptop that have you, as you've always done, but now it's your iPad, Kindle, Kindle, uh, all those things like that, whatever, whatever, you know, I mean, we have audio equipment and stuff like that, you know, I mean, hopefully some of this is not on that list, but you know, you know, it's like, so you basically, I mean, we've joked about this for years that we're going to go to airport in robes. Yeah. Just in a row, buck naked, because you pretty much just need to strip down when you go through the scanners. But this is this is now you strip down and you remove every piece of content from your bag in the same process. Yeah, I mean, because I'm all for because people at first did not like the body scanners, and I'm like, I don't care, whatever. You know, if you want to put a probe on me and that's fine, you know, whatever (laughs) that's coming next anyway. But I mean, no, but uh, you know, I don't mind, but what I just don't understand because other countries, big major other countries don't do the, the take off the shoe thing. And, but they, yet they do scanners too. It's like, you can't scan my feet when, but without, you know, I mean, I I guess it's fine. I guess it's, you know, we've, we've obviously had threats of shoe bombers in the past, uh, but it just sort of seems like they're, they're, 
If you can do facial recognition, why can't you, you know, uh, facially them, yeah. recognize my Adidas? I mean, come on. Uh, but anyway, so 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 this is uh, this is coming. This is all. This is right now in ten airports, but this is coming. This is coming to all airports sometime soon. What right now they're doing is trying to get faster, and they say it actually is moving really fast in these te- in these test program markets and they're all major markets so you know so it is definitely coming so next time you you're traveling or if you're traveling one of the bigger cities this year um out of the one of the bigger cities you, you will probably have to go through this and take out all your stuff and the the reason why this is happening too is because because of you know back fees we're all cramming so much more in our in our yes. carry-ons so so it is harder for them to um, scan all to scan that. so so it is a safety thing and I understand I totally understand that I totally respect that um, there's also more threats too um, that, that that they're getting uh, one of the reports they they, they showed um, they we, they talked about our, our now now former as we do this podcast former TSA uh, head uh, actually mentioned that they did a test because of data that they had that they actually blew up a plane with an electronic device based off of intel that they had so you know so it is 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 totally a safety thing but one of the other things that they're doing actually in phoenix uh the tsa this is a, another test program they actually have a 3d scanning um high-tech scanning machine that will that your your bag goes through faster and can actually go in deeper and see all the different things too huh. so so it also might be a thing that we don't have to do the electronic thing i'll take all right. the electronic if they could actually get this to work so so they so at least TSA is actually trying more and more to experimenting to, to, to get it faster and so you know um, which is good which is it's really good I so. just wish maybe they would experiment I understand why they do the bigger metro airports but I wish they would almost experiment in smaller airports first <laughs> to like get it down because you put any glitch in these bigger airports and we're just you know, we're all cursing the TSA out, and you yeah, know. yeah. Which I mean, they're doing their job, and so, sure. so yeah. And because yeah. even though even though I have a big complaint about many facets of LAX, uh, you know, knock on wood here, I usually don't want uh, spend a lot of time in, in the and we don't have as you right have now, now we, cursed us exactly, exactly. But no, but most of the time the lines actually flow. They, yes, they flow they really do. well. They do. I think they're a little cramped there. Like other airports, they're, they're way bigger, and and I'm like, because I feel like every time in LAX, I'm like. Oh my gosh! It's like we're right on top of people, and I can't get to the bin and whatever, you know. But but yeah, but you go to other airports. Like we flew out of a small airport in Colorado, and we literally just bought sandwiches from a grocery wrapped up wrapped up from a grocery store. It had the date on it and stuff like that, and we had to unwrap it to or had to go through the scanner again. That's what it was. Right, uh, they had yeah, to yeah. take the sandwiches right, out right. and look at the sandwiches. Um, and we thought it was like our bags or something. And we thought, oh, there's something there or whatever. But it's like no, our sandwiches we just bought. Well, <laughs> and you get in in. I don't know about you. I'm probably more of a worry wart. But in situations like that, I get worried. Like, did somebody do something to my bag? Did somebody put right. something in my well, bag? And, and, I, you know. and also, we were in Colorado, right. so where it's legal to buy, you know, to buy marijuana. Like, did somebody? Because the dog was there too. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, what do you? No, we're good. We're just a sandwich here. You know, right. maybe, maybe they didn't say. Maybe that's what they're looking for too. Because you can't take it out of the state too. So. I don't yeah, know. I don't yeah. know, but so. but still, nonetheless, unsettling. Right. So anyway, so those are the travel tips and trends that we have. Uh, we'll have a more uh, another list of these probably sometime in the fall as well, because we just want to keep you guys updated. Because you want to you want to know about these things. You want to be you want to be those prepared travelers and not those people who get to the airport and go, "What? Where do we go? How do we check in?" You know, you see that so much, but uh, you don't want to be one of those people. 
Exactly. So we'll have links to all of this good stuff in the show notes. And hey, if you like this episode, head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it.